Hi, and welcome back to Dating Funnies. Happy New Year again. Kind of a real brief thing. I got a quick little email from the lady in Maine. You know, her goal for 2022 was to get laid in 2022. Well, I thought that was a pretty good goal. But she already she already took care of that goal, according to her email. She ran into somebody she knew. They chatted. Next thing you know, she ended up sleeping with a married guy in the first week of January. I'd be interesting to know what her goals are for the rest of the year. But on another note, this week I have a guest speaker. and She's going to talk to us about her personal situation and her things that she sees in her business and she is Jessie and she owns a company called Events by Jessie. She's basically a wedding planner and she does destination uh, wedding events as well. She's based out of New York. You can find her on Instagram on Events by Jessie. So look her up and get a little bit more information about her and her business. She says her business is booming and that's fantastic. Of course, I'm more interested in knowing about her love life. Part of the intro that I had about Jessie was that she started a business, her business in March 2015, and then she was supposed to get married in December 2015. And I'm gonna let her tell the story herself about what changed and what happened and then what kind of hurdles that she ran into going forward. So with that, Jessie, thanks again. I really appreciate you taking the time to be on our podcast. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. So tell me a little bit more about you started your business in March and then you got engaged and then you called off the wedding or did he call off the wedding? What was the situation there? So he called off the wedding. We were actually supposed to get married in January and in December um, he called off the wedding for not a reason you hear every day. His his parents were basically torturing us. They were not happy that he was getting married. I don't think it was specifically to me. I think it was in general. But yeah, so he ends up calling that off. How long did you guys date? We dated for about two and a half years. And oh. we were friends for four years before that. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, parents can really get in the way of, of schemes and stuff like that. And I mean, has he gone on to get married to someone else or is he still single? I don't know, to be honest. So I blocked him from everything. Um, not immediately, but there was an altercation a few months after we broke up and I blocked him from, from everything. But the last that one of my friends searched him, who did not block him, it did not look like he was married or anything like that. So do you ever sit back and wonder what shoulda, coulda? Um, well, to be honest, as devastating as it was, it was a blessing in disguise and a relief when we broke it off because I think that the shoulda, woulda, coulda would not have been so pretty. Yeah, you know, I think more times than not, they aren't so great. But, you know, I hear stories like this a podcast about this lady up here I met. She, you know, dated a guy. They got married. And they felt like they were, like, perfect together. Then it fell apart. They got divorced. And then they went on their way. And a couple of marriages later, they found themselves again. And now they dated, and then they end up getting married. And then I was watching a story about Luke Bryant and his story of from his rise from a country boy up through the music ranks. And he dated a, a gal or a lady for four years, several years, and then they broke up and they were apart for four years. And all of a sudden they got reunited four years later. And of course, they're married. So for me, sometimes I feel like, well, maybe, maybe I, <laughs> maybe I should, you know, reach out or maybe they'll reach out to me. We all run around with this hope thing, right? 
Well, that happens. I mean, I have online and app dated quite a bit, and I feel like more often than not, people pop up out of nowhere, you know, a few months, even years down the line. I've had that happen. My friends and I call it the resurfacers. Well, and they are. It's like, you know, I, my, and I think I've talked about this before in previous podcasts, and my son and his now wife, they were high school sweethearts, and then they went separate ways after high school, different colleges, and they were apart for 12 years. She dated some guy for like eight years. And then she looked him up back in the MySpace days, connected with him. She lived up here in Seattle. He lived down in Scottsdale. And then they dated for two and a half years, broke up. They got back together again. That, and then that whole story is like made for a TV movie thing. And they've been married ever since. So That's great, though. It is. Yet I sit home and think, well, nobody's, no one's trying to find me. <laughs> <laughs> you, know. you never know. You might get a resurfacer. You don't know what 2022 brings for you. And it's not to say that people can't change for the better or for the worse. I mean, I try to do my own soul searching when things don't work out. But, you know, it, it, it is that there's a reason why they can or a reason why they left. And uh, so it's too bad his parents got involved. But you go on, this intro I got goes on to say that a month later, you're challenged with the task of planning your ex's best friend's wedding in a few weeks. And the best friend's wedding took place the same month that you had planned to get married. Uh, now, were they having it at the kind of the same place? I think there's a movie floating around like that where they actually have the, the, some photographer who's going to do photos for a photo shoot that they are hired to do and come to find out is their ex's wedding at the same place they were supposed to get married. So, oh, I don't know that movie, but I want to know the name of it. I would totally watch that. <laughs> yeah, look it up on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. I can't I can't remember anymore because I have Netflix, I have Prime, I have Hulu, and I still have not I still have nothing to watch. <laughs> but I think it's in one of those channels. So how how his best friend, wasn't his best friend a little concerned about having you handle this? His, his his wedding and stuff, knowing that you'd just broken up with his friend? Yeah, so I was quite close to his best friend and the best friend's fiance. We got engaged, you know, around the same time. Um, and we spent a lot of time together as couples. I was independently friends with the, with the, the girlfriend, the fiance on that side. And a few weeks after my breakup, which was early December, right around Christmas, I hear from them and they were supposed to get married the following December. But they were having some not so severe family drama, but more annoying family drama. And they were like, you know what? We just want to get engaged. We just want to get married now. Can you plan our wedding? In it was basically three and a half weeks away. Oh wow! Um, they wanted to get married in Aruba. I had been to Aruba like as a teenager for a day on a cruise once. So my company was brand new. I did not know the location. But my answer to most things in life are, of course, I can. So I took it on and I did say to them, um, you know, I'm professional, but I want to know, you know, I just want you to know that with my ex there, like I'm going to stay professional and I'm not a guest at this and I am, you know, just going to keep my distance. And they actually said to me, he's actually not invited. Um, after this whole situation, we think of him differently and he's not invited, but we really want you involved if, if you're willing to do it. And I, I felt a little bit bad for my ex in that moment, I'm not going to lie, but... Um, was happy and felt validated also yeah well good so since that whole uh thing had kind of gone down i mean it sounds to me like you just kind of put your head down went to work grew your business which is fantastic uh, how is your how, how's how's dating in new york especially through the 
the, the pandemic? Well, it's crazy and it always has been. So I've had one, one traditionally serious relationship since that lasted for about two years. Um, and it did not end well at all. And after that, after I left him, that this was three years ago now, um, after I left him, I actually decided to spend at least half my year in Europe. Oh, so wow. I've now, for the most part, for the past three years, I've been in Europe for the majority of the time. In yeah. Frankfurt at first, and then London. How do you like living over abroad? I love it. I prefer it, but it's really hard for an American business owner to get the right kind of living visas. It's kind of impossible. So if you don't work for another company and get a work visa, unfortunately, it's not really something that you can make happen. And I'm trying not to overstay my welcome legally. So, but you're you're in New York now and you're based out yeah, of New York. Yeah, I'm back in New York. Okay. Now, are you dating anyone now uh, during these lockdowns and everything? Because it seems to me, at least from what limited news I watch anymore, that New York is still kind of really in a hard lockdown with a lot of these mandates, especially with your previous mayor. And who knows what's going to be like with the new mayor? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's if you are vaccinated, it's not hard to go out. But to be inside anywhere in the kind of place where you'll take your mask off, like anywhere you eat or drink, you have to be vaccinated. So in the cold weather, especially where you can't just sit outside instead, it is challenging for some people. Um, but I will also say that I think 90% of New York City is vaccinated. So for the most part, it hasn't been a huge issue. But in the beginning of the pandemic, it was really lonely. I actually went to up to my parents' house in the suburbs to stay with them because being by myself in a New York City apartment was just like not my idea of a fun time. <laughs> and then a few months in when I wanted to like go on dating apps and just see if there was anyone to talk to and people were doing the video chat thing. I actually started talking to this one guy who he seemed really great and he really wanted to meet in person, but I was very, very nervous. Like we didn't know what was going to happen. And I have parents that aren't elderly, but you know, they're, they're not young and I didn't want to risk infecting them or my niece and nephew. And that, those, that was my circle back then. So I saw this guy, I went out with for him. I went out with him for one date. We met on the corner. I said, we had to be in masks. <laughs> And we could hang out on the corner because we happened to live in the same neighborhood. Um, okay. And then I like got I felt comfortable enough where we could sit on a bench but apart from each other together with our masks on. So I agreed to that one day and I did that and it was very nice. So he asked me out again and I agreed to a second date. Um, it was getting a little bit warmer, you know, spring was coming. And so I agreed to go to this part of New York City by Rockefeller University where there's like an elevated park. It's not a park with greenery, but there's tables and chairs and it's a beautiful view. And so I said, okay, let's bring our own drinks and sit up there and sit separate. We can take our masks off and have a little bit to drink and talk and hang out. And again, it was very, it was very nice. I wasn't sure if I wanted a third date. I was very nervous about getting my parents sick. And I told him I wasn't going to be back in the city for two weeks. So during that time, he would text me here and there. And then as I just wasn't feeling it, he was getting a little bit pushy with me. I told him that I wasn't, you know, I wasn't gonna gonna continue, and I just wanted to be a little bit more closed off to the pandemic. And he was actually really, really rude to me after that, um, and told me he'd been waiting for me, and he just wanted me to come over. And I'm like, I barely know you. I'm not gonna do that. Well, the sad, and I've talked about it a couple times in my podcast. I think 
dating these days seems to be more of a hookup culture, right? Text a couple times, maybe meet, and then everybody wants to hurry up and get to the bedroom. And it's like, that's not what dating is. I mean, yeah, everybody wants intimacy, everybody wants time, but it's a process, and especially these days, I mean, you gotta be somewhat cautious. Even without the pandemic, you have to be cautious. I mean. I've got one horror story after another that I just I just, just shake my head about, and not me per se, but just situations and things I hear about from other people. And I just like, yeah, well, even as a guy, you have to be safe. And, and, and so it, it, it's problematic. So you, so you dropped him after he, and I, of course, people reveal themselves, right? You give them a little bit of time, they'll actually sh Finally, you can only disguise yourself for so long. I want to hear a long time That's why ago. dating is important. Exactly. Because you have to let someone reveal themselves. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah, they, they, and I've been told that people will reveal themselves if you're dating someone, you're going out with them several times. It, it takes six months to a year before the, if you pay attention. Not that you have to be on guard. It's just like I've had people say, well, you just don't trust anyone. Well, no, that's not true. I trust everybody. But what you say and what your actions are will reveal more about you than you realize and based upon how you treat people, how you treat me, how you treat others. So, but you know, it's, it's easy to get caught up in trying to convince ourselves to move forward with someone when we know that we really should, you know? Yeah, definitely. You have to keep your eyes open. You got to keep your eyes open. So, uh, so the, so you're, so you're not really actively dating per se. So, you talked about no, I am. now I am. Oh, now you oh, are. Yeah. Okay. So you, what I you... actually, I actually had a boyfriend during the pandemic for a year. Um, after soon after that guy, I went to London because it just was felt better than being in New York. And I met someone there and we dated for a year. And he's still in London or did he follow you? No, he's in London. He's British. We broke up amicably. We're friends, but it was nice to have someone for the pandemic for a while of it, at least. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've kind of gotten in the mode of just, I go, I get up, go to work. I'm in my office all by myself in an office building that's vacant. And, uh, and I sit there and do my stuff. And then I get in my car by myself, go home. And I, I sit home by myself. And it's like, and I've gotten into that such routine that to go out and meet other people is like, yeah, no, nah, I think I'll just stay home. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> which is a bad habit to get into, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, for sure. So, the so what you know i've kind of it's interesting like you said when we before uh we got on here you said you know life goes on people get married people having kids so it's amazing to me that so many people are dating and getting married your business is growing what what kind of unique situations have you run into in the wedding planning business uh, or the unique stories that maybe you've heard about how people met and things like that? Well, a lot of people are meeting off of apps, as you can imagine. I would say the majority of the people that um, are my clients, they have met off of an app. But a fun trend that's happening right now, and like you said, it's, you know, people are still continuing life during the pandemic, is we have a lot more people that are either pregnant at their weddings or their children are at their weddings because instead of waiting to have this big wedding, they wanted to have a family. So um, they did that in the reverse traditional way and they had their babies first. And now that you can have large events again, they're having their big wedding, their big party, but their kids are at it as well. And that's, I'm seeing that a lot nowadays. 
I mean, it's kind of cool in a way. I know it's not the traditional way. It almost reminds me of a time where I had a friend of mine who was dying from cancer, and they put on an event while he was still alive so that he could be there as everybody reflected back on his life. I thought that was really inspiring, uh, and so did That's he. That's beautiful. And so did his family, and it's kind of nice because, you know, sometimes I'll, I go to those funerals and things like that, and they have the life stories and pictures, and I and I look at it and say, wow, they've been on this world for 80 years, and all the we have left is 10 photos wow yeah really that's all we're leaving behind <laughs> i mean it's right well photos are the only physical memory of anything really yeah for sure but you know so like the kids having the kids before they get married non-traditional per se but you know it's great though why not they why have, not they have their whole family there it's lovely yeah, yeah so yeah. i just had a client in october they got married you know they're um not older older but late 30s early 40s would be my guess and they had revealed to me during the planning process that they were pregnant. And during the wedding, before the toast, they gave a welcome speech and they announced to all their family and friends that they were pregnant. And then they did the gender reveal during their cake cutting. And it was just so nice that they got to have all these important people there for that moment for them. Oh, cool, cool. I saw a deal the other day on a, on a TikTok where this couple were having another baby and they're doing a gender reveal and they had their daughter probably five years old standing next to him and i was sitting there watching think well you know you guys got to make sure that's a projectile make sure you hold it away from everybody because you know suppose you're holding it upside down and sure enough she was you fired it off and the poor daughter was just bleached with pink oh my gosh (laughs) total mistake but it's like people forget those are projectiles you can hurt somebody so well i hope she wanted a sister because that would have been really disappointing if she didn't yeah exactly Well, what, what, what funny things or odd things have you run into in your in, in, in your dating and your dating apps? Of course, everything's all about the apps anymore, whether it's, you know, I'm on Hinge, I'm on Bumble, I'm on Tinder, uh, you know, I'm on the, the dating sites. And, you know, there come are like, so many. There's so many, and you get, I get tired of all of them, and, every, and sometimes I just try to remind myself, oh, I, okay, well, I'm looking for content. If I'm looking for content, then I may miss an opportunity to actually find someone to date. Right. And so, you know, I've got to, you know, I've got to be leery. And so I really don't want to, I mean, this is a fun podcast to do. And it's great talking to somebody in New York, someone in Maine. I've talked to people in Australia. It's fascinating to see how things feather out. But the objective is really for me is to find someone that I can date. And for me, I'm an older gentleman. And yeah, I have to look at life as it is. If I live to be 80, great. If I live to be 100, great. However, after 80, it you know it doesn't look good for most of us. And, and the average person in 80, in their 80s, they sadly they die. And so if that being the case, if I'm lucky, I've got 15 more summers. How do I want to spend my 15 summers? Mm, yeah. Right? Definitely. So, and I don't want to do be chasing people for the next 15 summers <laughs> and try to go do something with somebody. It's crazy. So, yeah. Uh, how do you, so, are you, what app, are you on all those apps? Are there other apps I'm out there? I'm on Bumble, I'm on Hinge, and I'm on OkCupid. Um, I feel like Bumble is where I talk to people most. I think it's a crapshoot. I don't think one is better than the other. I think that it just depends on the timing of talking to a great person in whatever moment, no matter what the app is. But yeah, I say I would say that Bumble, I talk to the most quality people. But one thing I'm finding now during 
the pandemic, um, people are just a lot more transparent about their stuff, right? Like we all have, we all have stuff. We all have baggage. We all have things that we're carrying with us. We all have trauma. And I'm finding that people are just way more out there about it. And I'm not against it. I love a good overshare. I think that people who overshare are transparent and it makes me feel like I can trust them more. Of course, um, I, I would agree with that. Although some people are like backed way up by, but I, um, I, why not overshare a little bit? Right. I went out with this guy. Um, we were really excited to meet each other. We had some long phone calls before we met, which was feels uncommon these days, but it was really nice. And we had a great date. But he also told me he thinks he has borderline personality disorder, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with that information. I've never. I know people who have it, but they're not people that are close in my life. And so I did some research on it, and I decided I'd go on a second date. And it was all great and good. We went to an amazing dinner, and then we went out for another drink after. And I guess he forgot his medication, and all of a sudden, he started sweating so profusely. And he, like, could not even talk because a combination of being nervous that he forgot the medicine plus whatever effects it gives him when he doesn't take it, and he just could not handle life in that moment. And I was like, you should go home. <laughs> He's like, should I go home with you? And I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't, have your I don't have your medication in my home, so no. 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 <laughs> exactly. I was like, you should just go home. <laughs> uh, well, I've said it a few times on my podcast. That's when that little audio goes off in my head. Run, Forrest, run. Yes, and he was so nice and like, listen, people manage their mental issues. I'm all for people doing that. Of course. But in this moment, like, I, it all it all really came out to what that, that daily life looks like for him, and it did not feel like something I wanted to deal with without having an emotional connection to this person. It was only our second date. Oh, for sure. So how, do you, how would you rate your dating life on a scale of zero to ten? Uh, uh, right now, uh, just going and going forward. I mean, I, I would. It sounds to me like you, you probably like a lot of us. You do a lot of self-reflection, rethink. Am I too rigid? Am I not? You know, what do I bring to the table? Why am I? You know, so. So, how would you? How would I rate it? Yeah. I, I mean, I I think, in terms of the way others view me, I think I have a good dating life. In terms of the way I view myself, I would say. Right now, it feels like like a four or five. Like there's some cool people on the horizon. Um, I'm going on a second date tomorrow that I'm really looking forward to. And there's I have a couple of first dates that will get planned in the next few weeks. So we'll see what that looks like. But um, oh, you're I'm a busy girl. Of, oh my gosh. Wait, what? <laughs> I said you're a busy girl. I'm a busy girl. <laughs> I'm busy in every part of my life. But something that I have, something that has evolved for me recently, and I'm really happy, is I used to, I really want a partner. I'm not going to lie about that. Like, I would love that. But I feel that right now, it's best that I just work on all the other parts of my life that are awesome and just increase my own personal awesomeness, and the guy will come to me, as opposed to what I felt I had to really go out and search all the time. I don't, I'm like not in the search right now. Right. Well, they, you know, they say work on yourself do the good things for you and you send out a different vibration and I try to I try to subscribe to that but at the same time you know you know I always tell people if we talk to our friends the way we talk to ourselves hmm. right we wouldn't have any friends right that's true, that's true. <laughs> so, no, but and like it, I've but, always been told to do that and had a really hard time doing it but now it just feels like the natural thing to be doing so I'm happy about that oh good for you all right 
Well, the uh, so you no know, crazy stories uh, that you, you can think of on top of your head uh, that you'd run into something besides uh, people being transparent or any crazy stories you heard how people met that got married. Do you want to share? Well, with everyone? I'll share my favorite dating story. This is a long time ago. Okay. It was maybe ten years ago, but this was one of my favorite dating stories I've ever been on. It was an awful date, but I loved having it as a story after. So. I was working in the restaurant industry at the time, which means I had odd days off. And I happened to be chatting with this guy from an app. I think it was OkCupid. And he was off on a random Wednesday, which was my day off. So he asked me to lunch. And he texted me, would you like to have lunch Wednesday? I said, yes, great. So he chose um, the restaurant Serendipity. A lot of people know this because there was a movie about it. It's, a, it's basically like walking into a little girl's dollhouse. It's a weird choice for a date, but cool. I'm down. I'm, you know, I'll meet you wherever. Sounds lovely. You're going to take me to lunch. So I arrive at the restaurant and there's always that pit in your stomach of, is this person going to look like their pictures? Like sometimes I don't even know if I'll really recognize them for real, but this guy walks up really cute, tall, broad, built like a refrigerator, nice smile, everything I was hoping for. Now, Serendipity was the summer and it's a very popular restaurant. So I went in before he arrived and heard that there was a two hour wait. So when he got there, I was like, you know, there's a two hour wait here, but if you want, Patsy's is across the street. He ha- they have great food. And he said, oh, I already had lunch, which was confusing to begin with because he asked me out to lunch, but I let it slide. I was like, okay, we can go have coffee. So we go to the restaurant and he, I didn't know if it was a quiet confidence. I didn't know if he was purposefully aloof, but he was like very hard to read and not revealing and the conversation was fine but i felt very on guard because i wasn't getting much back in you know the in the chat and so maybe about 40 minutes in he says jesse listen i think you're really cool and cute but i feel like i should tell you something and i was like oh boy okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah sure (laughs) now i want to remind the listeners that this man is like a very burly tall masculine football player looking man so he tells me i want to tell you something and i was like okay i'm ready he's like i'm bisexual i fuck guys in the ass they fuck me in the ass i do tag teams gang bangs orgies is that okay for you and i was like taken aback and i like composed myself for a moment in my head and the only thing i could get out looking at this giant man was wait you get fucked in the ass (laughs) very confusing for me but he's like yeah and so for the rest of the date I was like, okay, this guy's probably not for me, but now I want to hear all about his life and his lifestyle. So we had a pretty good chat. Um, I'm not against going out with someone who is sexually fluid or bisexual, but someone who presents it in that way felt unattractive for me as a woman. Well, yeah, so you kind of lost. He he lost me when he already had lunch when he was supposed to meet right, you for no, lunch. Totally, and that was well, totally rude to this, on his part. Listen to this. We're talking. We're talking, and he says to me, he he calls the waiter over. And he says, he orders lunch. And then he asks me, he doesn't ask me if I want anything. He just orders lunch out of nowhere after this whole revealing of being bisexual. Super bizarre. So, okay, he, I watch him eat his pasta. <laughs> we finish up. And then he pays the bill. And we're getting ready to leave. And he's not getting out of his chair. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go. But I guess you're staying. <laughs> and he says, well, you know, the waiter. The waiter's pretty cute. And I was like, oh, sure go for it. I'm, but I'm going to leave. And he's like, no, 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 I'll walk you out. And he walks me out to the corner of third Avenue, which is a major Avenue 
it's a tourist spot. It is a summer day. And I go to hug him goodbye politely. He picks me up by my butt and like kisses me, holding me up in the air and then puts me down and walks away. Wow. And I just left stunned and, you know, was happy that I now have that story to tell and share. Wow. I, it, it must work for him <laughs> somewhere. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, you know, yeah. Well, you know, I got to tell you, I, I love that movie Serendipity because it kind of reminds <laughs> me you meet people for a reason. Totally. It's a good one. I like Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. So, so it's, uh, but yeah, that's an interesting story for sure. Oh my gosh. I can, uh, oh, <laughs> I'm sure there's more out there from other people like that, but, and it's okay to be transparent, but it, you know, I get it to a certain degree. I mean, if you're into that lifestyle, at some point you need to reveal to that person kind of the things that behind the curtains so they can be empowered to make a decision as to whether that could possibly work for them or not. Yeah, As exactly. opposed to wasting six months. it's the way you months. present it. Yeah, it's exactly. It's the way that you present it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. And I appreciate you sharing your, your, your story. Uh, and I appreciate you being on the podcast today. For our listeners, again, she's a, a wedding planner. She's out of New York. It's Events by Jesse. You can find her on Instagram by Events by Jesse as well. Certainly, if you're thinking of getting married, and you're uh, whether even if it's a destination place, feel free to uh, reach out to her. She might be uh, the person you're looking for. If you're a single man in uh, in the New York area and you like her voice try to find her on instagram reach out to her who knows she 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 might be your next best date you know you just never know what's going to show up next right you know and, and it's funny because you know i uh, met a lady and i've talked about her before i don't i'm not seeing her now i haven't seen her in a while but the when i first met her the way we met i really thought it was kind of a serendipity type thing we meet people for a reason and the and the connections we had between friends and relatives and the fact that her sister used to work for me years ago it's like oh my gosh and she didn't know me i didn't know her and uh, sadly at the end of that whole day i just learned more about myself and remind myself pay attention uh, so it ended up not being a good scenario in the end but initially i was trying to convince myself that everything would be fine and i can overcome this and i can overcome that and the reality is, no, you can't, you know, because people do reveal who they are. and You have to make a decision sooner than later. And I don't know if you've heard on one of my podcasts or not before, but like my son and I, when he was single, we were in mm. business together. And we'd talk about certain situations with not all the details about people and how they're treating you. And the, and the takeaway from all that was we we teach people how to treat us. I love that. You know, and then, and, and, and so if we put up with it. You're telling them it's okay to treat us that way. Whenever we tell the story to one another, we came up with, the, if he told me his story and I used the four-letter word that we came up with, that he would run with it and, and vice versa. And the four-letter word we came away with was next. Move on to the next person. Don't continue to allow people to treat you this badly. And so we can all learn from that. And it's uh, it's tough because when you, you trick yourself into thinking that the sex is good, the personality, you like them, they look cute, they look good on your arm. But boy, if they treat you badly behind closed doors, that's just no fun whatsoever. Absolutely. You know. Great advice. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. And I remember what I said before. It seems like I'm becoming a dating coach, and I'm not qualified <laughs> to be a dating coach. <laughs> 
But I've been through the ringer so many times. You know, it's like, oh, my gosh, the experiences that we all face. And we all have these challenges. Your challenges are no different than someone else in a different country. I mean, I hear about Absolutely. You know, in all age ranges. I mean, in the 20s and their 50s and 60s, we all run into this situation. So it's it's a sad thing that we go through it, but it's refreshing to hear other people have actually gone through it and, and survived it and came out the other side. Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for having me. Hey, you're welcome. I hope your business does well and it, it, it uh, continues to do well. And you know, I'd love it if you became uh, a listener too of the of the future podcast. Sure, I'll let you know if you got me any dates. All uh, right, yeah, do let me know. Yeah, you, you, uh, you got my, my email is dating funnies d a t i n g f u n n i e s at gmail.com and if I'm ever in New York I'll look you up perfect sounds good have a great one happy hey, new year you do and for all my listeners out there thanks for listening and once again feel free to reach out to me share your story with me and if you'd like to be a guest in my podcast send me an email we'll set up a day and a time to uh, have a conversation just like I just had with Jesse again this is Dating Funnies have a great week and yes happy new year <laughs>